If you want to get clients from Instagram, if you want to grow your following, it takes time and you have to put in the work to do that, whether that's posting more, figuring out how to hone in on that ideal client, sharing more inspo posts to grow your reach. Any of those things will work, but you have to put in the work. Today, we're talking strategy with Alisa Papelka. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating industry experience into physical success. This is your design business tightly fastened. Now welcome the hosts of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell and Natalie Graff. Hey there, and welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, the head wingnut, Darla Powell, and I'm joined by the crime-fighting giraffe and soulless ginger. Natalie Giraffe, or giraffe, or however you'd like to say it today, Darla. Natalie, someone commented and put a little giraffe emoji. I saw that. (laughs) Emoji by your name in a group. I saw that. It's catching on. It is, I know. You have so many nicknames. I do, and I answer to pretty much all of them. Natalie, we got some really terrific response to our High Point Market mini-sode that we did a couple of weeks ago for all you guys who are on the fence and can't really decide, should I go, shouldn't I go? And I wanted to give the audience listening another little tidbit that might help you if you've never been before. Our good friend, Linda Holt, who has been on the podcast before, is actually having a High Point Market Insiders Tour for fall 2019. That's on the Friday before High Point. And if you're a newbie, she'll walk you through and show you all the ins and outs of how to navigate High Point, how to get around. And I think there's, she's even offering a bonus iPhone photography little mini class so you can make the most of it and get all those assets for social media. So I just wanted to tell you guys about that. And you can find out more about that if you go to lindaholtcreative.com and just look for the High Point Market Insiders Tour for fall 2019. I highly recommend that if you've never been before because Natalie and I will tell you, it's overwhelming. Uh, the first year we went, I just stood there in the middle of everybody walking back and forth going well that's a true story you did (laughs) it's an absolute true story but i did get to get my picture taken with candace olson you did anyway i digress oh and speaking of high point yes the 19th at 2 p.m chandra rugs me and nicole heimer going to get down with social media make sure you rsvp the address for our mydoma talk is events.mydomastudio.com slash social media. And we look forward to seeing you guys there. There will be whiskey one way or another, even if it means Natalie has to bring her flask. <laughs> Natalie doesn't go anywhere without her flask. And hook you guys up behind the scenes <laughs> like you did at Luann Live. Oh, that was pretty funny. Natalie, our guest today, we've met her a couple times at High Point. We met her at Luann Live is Elisa Papelka, the founder and principal designer of Elisa Christine Interiors in Dallas, Texas. And I have to tell you a little bit, just a little personal, little personal thing about Elisa. A little personal. She reminds me of a much younger, prettier version of me when I first started out on social media because she's ubiquitous. Yes, Jerry, I know what that means. I don't need you. Thanks. Just listen and enjoy. (laughs) She is everywhere. She is getting noticed. She's commenting. She's engaging. She's doing everything right on social media. In 100% full transparency, she actually is one of our Wingnut Social Strategy Package clients. She and Shana hooked up and really dived in 
dived. Is that how you say that? Dove. Dove. Really dove. Really dove-ived into her strategies and helped to elevate her game. And she's going to sprinkle some of that secret magic fairy pixie dust and share with you guys how her game on social media has elevated. I think Karina, our producer, had said that she's gained 800 followers since she's done the strategy. So I really am looking forward to hearing the tips and tricks that she has to share with you guys today that helped her do that on Instagram, especially in this day of Instagram being anemic and hard, really difficult to get organic followers unless you're paying to play or or boosting your posts, doing promotions, which we've covered on a previous mini potty. Sewed. Mini sewed. Oh, by the way, Wendy Wallace Chuck is, is on my side. Is hashtag team mini sewed. Excellent. Thank you, Wendy. She was, she's totally showing your support. I know. Support she better. Me. Somebody better. <laughs> All right, guys. Let me tell you a little bit about Elisa Papelka. Like I said, she is the founder and principal designer of Elisa Christine Interiors in Dallas, Texas. Yeehaw. Through her effective design process, Elisa has established trusted and long-term relationships, often working on multiple projects with the same clients over a period of many years. Much of her work comes from referrals and social media. Elisa is known for creating functional and livable spaces while maintaining the principle that the most beautiful homes are the most personal. Help me in welcoming Elisa Papelka to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Hey there, Elisa Papelka. Welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. How the hell are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. We're very excited to have you because I want to pick your brain and see what Shana taught you for your social media strategy. (laughs) Darla, this sounds like it's uh, on purpose here. I'm smelling something fishy. (laughs) It's a little self-serving. I ain't going to lie. But like I said before, Elisa has been everywhere. She was doing social media right. So I wanted to really just hammer that into the audience listening on how much work social media is, but also how rewarding it can be. We're going to get into that and see how that's helped you with your interior design firm. But before we begin, just tell us a little bit about how how long have you been focusing on the social media marketing aspect of your interior design business? So I started on Instagram back in June of 2015. And honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. I'm not really big on being on social media. I'm kind of more of a private person. So I was just kind of posting pictures here and there, um, you know, not exactly knowing what I was doing. And then I really got serious. It took a long time. January 2018 is when I really got serious and buckled down and started posting, you know, Monday through Friday, five days a week, really honed in on trying to target the ideal client with my captions you know, started sharing more designers work to get, you know, like a bigger reach. And it took me a long time. When I first started back in that January 2018, I think I only had uh, maybe three or 400 followers. And then by July of that year, I got to a thousand. And once I hit a thousand, that's when it really took off and it was easier to gain more of a following and, and a reach. Yeah, that's it's funny how it works that way. <laughs> it's like you have to really struggle and it's when you start getting the numbers, then it kind of seems to go a little bit on autopilot. So I want to ask you really quick, you you mentioned your, you shared some other designers work to increase your reach. And that's a little bit of a hot topic, right? In the interior design business about using inspo posts for that. So tell us a little bit about how has that increased your reach and how do you approach that? So it really is a hot topic. I agree. I was really hesitant to do it, but you know, being in the industry we're in, it takes a long time 
time. Sometimes projects, you know, can take up to a few years, depending on you're working, you know, in a new build or, you know, something of that nature. So it takes a long time to get things photographed. So I was really needing to stretch my content and I needed to fill that gap of not having enough. So I started with just sharing one inspo post a week and I always did on Fridays and I called it my Friday pins post and I would kind of link it to Pinterest to kind of, to have a kind of like a purpose to it. Um, So I started with one a week and that's what I stuck to up until I did the social media strategy with Shana. (laughs) <laughs> okay, and we are going to dive into that. And when we, we we're going to ask you about that a little bit later and see what the reasoning is behind that as well. Shana is really big on that for reach. And it's really, it really works. And one of the big rules that I have, and I'm sure Shana does too, is that if you are using other designers posts for inspiration and to increase your reach to absolutely freaking make sure that they are credited clearly. And I'm sure you agree with that too. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I was a real, just really purposeful and intentional, um, not only about the pictures I chose, but yeah, making sure I tagged everyone appropriately, not only in the caption, but tagging them on the picture as well, all through the exact location that they used on their posts with that picture. I just wanted to make it perfectly clear that even though a lot of people don't read captions, this is not my work. You know, I never want someone to look at my Instagram and think, oh, this is she did this. I want to make it crystal clear. And what kind of feedback have you received from designers whose work you've shared? I've always had a positive feedback. Some people aren't on Instagram. You know, some designers aren't on Instagram as much as maybe I am or you guys are, but that's very few and far in between. But everything has been positive. They thank you for sharing. Um, And I think that really is because we're properly crediting, you know, their work and we're complimenting them on it. You know, by no means am I trying to take credit for it. Absolutely. And that's been my experience as well. Anytime I share someone's posts, and of course, I attribute it in the exact same way. It's always thank you so much for sharing my work. I have never received a negative comment. And I've done quite a few. (laughs) Yeah, Natalie, you had a question? I do. I have a question here. I was looking over those little timeline you gave us from 2015 to 2018. In that three years, what all of a sudden would the light bulb come on to say, hey, wait, maybe I should work on my social media? What? When did that change? Well, obviously, in 2018. But What was it that made it change for you? Well, I work very part-time, and so I only take on a select number of clients each year. This kind of is in in relation to my daughter, who is, she just turned five. But every year, I'm able to take on more and more clients. And I saw Instagram, you know, as my following grew, and as more people engaged, and I engaged more with people, not only designers, but, you know, people in the community, I started getting real clients from Instagram. And once I saw that, I knew that this free marketing tool was, you know, you had to take advantage of that. Because what else? There's nothing else. I mean, other than, you know, like Facebook or other social media things. But Instagram is where it's at for interior designers. And so I knew I had to buckle down and get serious if I wanted my business to grow in the direction that I eventually want it to, to go full time. Okay, I just want to make sure that everybody just heard you, that you are getting real-life clients from Instagram. And you know we get a lot of pushback that don't believe that clients are coming from social media. Some old-school designers don't think it's important. They're not, they're not convinced. So tell us a little bit about how that process works. What happens? How do you get clients from Instagram, for God's sakes? 
Yeah. So I get 50% of my clients from Instagram and that's growing every month as, you know, my following grows and I get um, a wider reach. And that's all based on, you know, how many times I post a week and the hashtags I use. I always keep the little link in bio thing, my contact page. So I make it, I try and make it really easy for anyone who wants to contact me to just click on that. They go directly to my website. They fill out the form. And whenever we do the discovery call, I always ask, how did you find me? So I can track my ROI to see the best ways I'm using my time for marketing. The Instagram is just growing. So are they DMing you or as well? Or are you getting any of that? Yeah, I do get DMs. And then what I do is I just, I send them a little message, you know, thanking them for contacting me. And I put that little link for my contact page for my website. Because I always like to try and keep it how I run my processes for my business. And it kind of like sets the tone for how we work to be, you know, just more professional. Yeah. So if I get a DM, that's what I do. But I would say the majority of people are going to my website and filling out the form themselves. And then I get the email and, you know, I just give them a call. Awesome. And for if you're listening and you don't know what a DM is, sorry, we're just way too hip for school here. <laughs> we're way too cool. It's a direct message to your you know private messages in Instagram or whatever. Natalie, go. Yes. So Instagram obviously is your winner. Winner. Do you have a second choice? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. Do you have a second choice for a platform or do you only stick to Insta? So I spend the majority of my time on Instagram. I do use Facebook, but I've never had a client come from Facebook. But I do post there knowing that, you know, that's a whole different demographic, age range that looks at Facebook. And I always want to be present there as well because it is still popular. And I do have people comment on it and like it. But no, Instagram is where it's at because it's visual. Like our business is visual. Instagram is very visual. You know, looking at those grids, people just love Instagram. And I find more and more of the older demographics are starting to hop on that bandwagon as well. Yeah, that's true. Actually, it is increasing. Now, do you take for all the the content that you create for Instagram, do you create fresh content for Facebook or do you just reshare? Nope. I just reshare the same exact content I'm posting for the most part. If it's something more personal, I'll post it to my Facebook page. Like if I'm sharing a picture of my daughter that day for some reason on Instagram, I'll post it on my personal one and not my business one. But for the most part, no, I would say like 98% of the content is the exact same, but it's a whole different reach on Facebook than it is on my Instagram. So I'm not worried about, you know, the same people seeing the same thing twice. Yeah. Do you push it out on the same day or do you kind of rotate it to make it look more curated? No, it's the same day, same, like within five minutes, they're both up and out there. (laughs) (laughs) That little toggle. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to stop teasing a little bit. Okay. So I did tell the Wingnuts listening that you were killing it on social media ahead of time. You know, I noticed you, we developed, we kind of struck up a friendship on social media before we even met in real life. And I, you were just commenting and engaging every freaking where. And I totally took notice to that and was thinking, this girl has it going on. She's going places because you can tell a that you're persistent consistent (laughs) you know what you're doing and that's what it takes a lot of designers will just say oh i tried it for a week a month it just didn't pay off i didn't get any clients so before we get into some of the tips and tricks that you learned from your social media strategy package tell me how important it is (laughs) to stay consistent i can't tell you i'm like beating this in a dead horse with this but consistency is so important tell us why yeah consistency is key. If you're not consistent every day, 
not only engaging with your own followers, if they comment or whatnot, you have to engage with other accounts. And I'm not talking only interior designers. We both know this. You have to engage with accounts in your community, other builders, architects, anyone that you want to connect with and just build a relationship with that could lead to something possibly down the road. I believe I try to follow and this is just depends on how busy I am that day, one to three new accounts every day that are intentional to me and intentional to where I want my business to go and where I'm finding my ideal clients, where they're at, you know, the restaurants they're going to, where they're shopping, you know, libraries, museums, anywhere like that. That is gold. Yeah. If there was one word I could use about how I approach social media, it would be intentional. I am very intentional and you have to be or else it comes off as inauthentic. Okay. That is absolutely pure gold. And I don't know, is was this something you were doing before Wingnut Social? <laughs> because that is absolutely, remember, I've already said you were brilliant beforehand because <laughs> I just want to reiterate what you just said there if you're listening. So what Elisa is doing is she's picking people who are going to these accounts. She's picking these accounts where her ideal clients might go to the restaurants. She's picking architects. She's picking contractors who she might work with in the future. And she's establishing that relationship. And it really is a relationship because these people that we meet on social media and we develop that super fandom or that trust, doesn't it feel like you know them even before you meet them? It's so vital. Yeah, that's so true. Hey there, Wingnuts. Do you love doing your own social media, but just don't have a sound strategy in place? Are you just throwing images at the wall, hoping they stick to your ideal client? Well then, Natalie and I are super excited to tell you about our Wingnut Social Strategy Package. One of our expert social media Wingnuts will help you discover your goals, analyze your current performance, build your customized social marketing plan, and coach you on the implementation. It's a tremendous value, and you can find out more by going to wingnutsocial.com slash services or by giving us a call at 1-877-WINGNUT. Again, that's wingnutsocial.com slash services or 1-877-WINGNUT. Now, back to the show. I want to know exactly how much time a week or per month you <laughs> actually put into social media. This does sound like a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. So I would say, now, are we talking just engaging or are we talking post planning? Everything. Oh, wow. Okay. Absolutely everything. If you had to break your day down from the moment you get up, like hours per week. Yeah. yeah. How many hours do you sit there? So I spend one to two days a month planning that whole month's worth of posts. So for example, um, my September posts, like the last week of August, I block out, depending how much time I have in the day to do it, probably two to four hours to curate my feed. And I use an app called Planoli or Planoli. I'm not sure how you say that. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure either. Yeah. <laughs> I use that app to curate the feed. So everything flows, you know, beautifully. And then I just look at the pictures and I kind of figure out the captions I want to write. And I do vary the captions. Obviously, if it's an inspo post I'm sharing, I'm writing about that specific picture, what I like about it, what I think is beautiful about it. You're just highlighting that designer. If it's one of my own pictures, I try and use that as my marketing tool to potential clients, you know, something maybe about my design process. And then I'll share a quote 
every couple of weeks. And then I'll throw in either a picture of myself, which is really hard for me because <laughs> I don't like <laughs> But you photograph so well. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Or I'll throw in, you know, like a family picture or something just to, you know, try and put a, a face with a name and then just share something personal. So yeah, between curating the feed, writing the captions, that takes two to four hours just to plan those 30 days worth of posts or 31, whatever it is in the month. But on a daily basis engaging, I would say back at that January 2018 timeframe to about May when I had the social media strategy with Shana, I was probably spending a minimum of two to three hours a day. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's a lot. And people don't want to do it. I mean, you know, they don't want to put the work in. No, they really don't. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. It does. That's been our biggest challenge here, too, is to even when they hire Wingnut Social for full service social media marketing, they still have to upload some of their assets to Dropbox. They still have to tell us some of the bullet points behind the project. And even that seems like too much work. But it's (laughs) for some designers, but it's insanely worth it. Okay. Without further ado, let's go into your social media strategy a little bit, because as we've established, you are already doing brilliantly on social media. You already had a pretty good handle of what needed to be done from social media. It's not like you were green, knew nothing about social media, and were lost in the woods. So I want to know, what were some of the takeaways that you received from your social media strategy session that you've applied to your Instagram account? And how have you seen any changes there? Or if at all, has that helped improve your... Has there been any growth, any, anything like that? Yeah. So like you were saying, I was, you know, I thought I was doing pretty well. I saw, you know, a slow and steady growth, which with the algorithm these days is really hard to see any growth. So I was really happy with the slow and steady. I was fine with that. But I really got the social media strategy package just to see what I was doing good and what I could improve on. I really just wanted to have a better insight from an expert on how I was approaching this and what I could improve on. With working with Shana, uh, she was able to give me a better insight on how I can improve reaching my ideal client through different kinds of captions. She really pushed following and engaging more with people in the community where I was doing, you know, like I said, like one to three, just to keep inspiration. Yeah. Keep up with that. She taught me how to evaluate my metrics because I mean, you can click on that little thing and you can look at it, but if you're not, (laughs) you know, if you're not familiar with it, it's kind of just like you're staring at numbers. So yeah, she taught me how to look at those and really see if I'm targeting like the right city. Like I want to work with more clients in Dallas. So that was working good. You know, the age ranges, the reach, the impressions, you know, all those things. All the technical stuff that maybe you weren't quite grasping before you went into that. Yeah, because I didn't, no, I didn't look at that. I only looked at the likes and the followers. I don't think I ever clicked on that <laughs> that other thing and really looked, at, you know, who am I really reaching? You mentioned before that you were only doing one Friday inspo post a week, but after talking to Shana, she kind of convinced you to share a little bit more of that. How What happened there with that? Going back to the limited content, I had limited content. You know, I'm waiting for new projects to get photographed. And yeah, I just was recycling too many of the same pictures. And so she just said that I should start sharing more designers work because it will help grow your following, which I never put that two and two together. That didn't ever click to me that if I share more designers work, it grows your following because, you know, you're reaching a bigger audience. And that was 
gold. <laughs> it, re- <laughs> it really, I would say if there was one takeaway from doing the social media strategy package, that tip alone has definitely grown my following by about- And your reach. Yeah, and my reach, even with the- I know you guys had mentioned on a, one of those mini-sodes that, you know, the engagement has gone down since May. And that was the exact time I had my social media package. I've grown 800 followers just from May. And honestly, I haven't been engaging as much. So to grow that much in three months, and I have not been spending two to three hours on Instagram, I've just been busy with other things. I think that's just a testament to how that really works. Oh, guys, I hope you're hearing this. I really hope you're hearing this. If you're thinking about not sharing other designers' work because you're afraid of, you know, it's not my work. Because you know that these projects take for freaking ever. We're waiting on like three or four projects for photo shoots and they're maybe six months out. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is you get stuck in the uh, construction stage and then the architect <laughs> has to make some amendments. We have a project that should be finished and we actually just switched architects and, and now <laughs> because the, cli- be, yeah. Yeah, the client uh, might have hired the wrong one. So we helped <laughs> him out and switched to ours and we are actually going to try to submit the amendment to the plans on Wednesday and maybe by Christmas we'll have a project. We don't know. Yeah. We started this last January. <laughs> don't be afraid to share other people's work as long as you attribute it. You can see that since she's had her strategy package meeting and she's gotten some tips from Shana, including that one that Elisa has grown her account by 800 something followers. So is there anything that's surprised you? about when when you started to discover social media anything surprising that stands out that you're like wait whoa that was cool <laughs> i mean any any anything any surprises you know well you a moment. i'm i'm not a fan of getting like the random dms from from men <laughs> that aren't my husband <laughs> yeah that's creepy there you go surprising little, yeah that's really creepy and i just delete them because they creep me out yeah, I get those too. Or you, I'm sure you get them because you're very attractive oh, when you photograph. Well, you get those. Hey, you have a pretty smile. Yeah, I just. <laughs> hey, I'd like cringe. I'd like to get to know you better. Yeah. Oh God, no, please. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, no. Everything. I try and keep it really positive, so I feel like I get positive back. Yeah, you absolutely do. You're actually a little shining light in social media. Oh, thank you. So before we get into, you're very welcome. Before we get into the what up wingnut round, I have to say, what would be your number one piece of advice for the designers out there listening who aren't really spending the time with their social media marketing like they should be? Oh, my number one piece of advice would be that you have to do the work. If you want to get clients from Instagram, if you want to grow your following, it takes time and you have to put in the work to do that, whether that's posting more, figuring out how to hone in on that ideal client by writing different kinds of captions, sharing more inspo posts to grow your reach. Any of those things will work, but you have to put in the work, you know, when you have time. (laughs) Exactly. When you have time. Yeah, but still, it does absolutely get you clients. I can tell you from, it really does. I I was actually surprised that it did when I first started this journey that people were DMing me and we got clients for Darla Powell Interiors. So thank you so much for those tips and advice and for sharing some of that uh, Shana Heinrichy Gold from Wingnut Social and your social media strategy package. But now I have to ask you if you're ready for the What Up Wingnut round. Now it's time for What Up Wingnut. Wingnut. Yes. (laughs) All right. Elisa Papelka, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? There's a running joke in my family that I am not outdoorsy at all. I'd be perfectly happy just staying in my house all the time. So I chose a finicky fiddle leaf fig tree. 
because oh. you always just, you know, see those indoors. I killed two of them already. Yeah. <laughs> I took them outside and survived them. I revived them. They're uh, they're under the treehouse tree. Those are beautiful. I think you're our first fiddle leaf, Nat, right? Yeah. Those fine. are gorgeous. And that's quite an interior designer answer. And introverts unite. You and oh, my girl. Totally. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. What would the hashtag on your tombstone be? Hashtag she persisted. I love that. Very good. Yeah. And she worked and worked and got clients from Instagram. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) If you could have only one superhero power, what would it be and why? I don't want to have to sleep because I have, well, just like everyone does, a running to-do list and it never seems to get done. So I would choose no sleep. Perfect. And last but not least, please recommend a book that has had a profound effect on you either personally or professionally. So I'm pretty sure this one has already been said, but it's kind of, you know, one of the standards start with why by Simon Sinek. And it really just, you know, dives into your branding and your reason for what you do. And it was a really good just kind of book to start with if you're starting your own business. That is a good recommendation. And yes, it is not the first time that has been recommended on the podcast. So that's Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Guys, pick it up. That's like the third guest that's recommended that book. If you haven't picked it up by now, I mean, come on, what are you waiting for? Seriously. (laughs) Lisa, thank you so much for joining us on the Wingnut Social Podcast. Please tell the listeners where they can find your awesome Instagram account. Sure. Um, My handle is Alisa Christine Interiors, no H in Christine. And it's the same for Facebook and my website. Try and keep it simple. That's terrific. Simple, but hardworking, and it's really paying off. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast and sharing your experience with Wingnut and Shana and social and all your brilliant little insights. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. Natalie and Giraffe. Yes. I'm- I predict big things for Elisa. I do too. I see. I really do see a very successful career for her in her future. She just has that tenacity that stick to And I really, I'm telling you, she's everywhere on social. And that, in this day and age, this digital age, that's how you get noticed. That's how you become a star. And she has the absolute right attitude. I know. She's willing to spend two to three hours mm-hmm. a day. She's the complete package. She really is. Absolutely. And seriously, I mean, I would love to be able to say you can spend 15 minutes a day on Planoly and become a superstar on social media, but it just takes a load of work. So if anybody heard anything today, it was dedicate the time. Dedicate the time. That was it. That was the number one takeaway. Dedicate the time that it actually does. And I have to tell you, it's so frustrating here at Wingnut getting calls from interior designers. They're just like, I don't want to have any part of it. I don't want to have any. I don't want to do anything with it. And that's just not how it works. No, nope. just you have to. It's a little bit of a partnership. I mean, even as an agency, we still have to dedicate the time to do it. Our own personal time to dedicate to our accounts because everybody gets so busy. So we still dedicate that amount of time in the day. I asked Arla, what are you doing? My own social media. The girls are too busy because it just takes that much time. It is. And I have to tell you, Elisa is the perfect candidate for a social media strategy package because she does have that work ethic on the back end and you know she's going to implement it. Every- she made it work 800 and some followers yeah so she implemented what uh Ms. Shana has uh suggested yeah absolutely just saying yeah so it works just be prepared to put that elbow grease in there before we go natalie just one last thing if you guys are going to be in fort lauderdale on october the 16th make sure to check out the awesome sauce conference for staging i'm going to be at at the broward risa edge and you can find out more information about that by going to risa edge 
Broward.4, that's the number four, stagers.com. And you can see who's speaking, all the awesome sauce knowledge you're going to get about your home staging business. If you're, even if you're a realtor, I think you might want to go and check that out and see how home staging can benefit you. And I'm going to be talking about how to get your ideal clients for your home staging business from social media and all kinds of probably goofy ass. <laughs> <laughs> Darla, you know what? Darla is nothing but goofy. And of course, if anybody doesn't have time for their social media, we might know somebody that could help you there. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. We just check out Wingnut Social for our social media strategy package. We also have a new SEO audit package. You want to check that out. And I think that's it. If you guys like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever the hell you're listening to this podcast on. Follow us on social at Wingnut Social. And if you need some help with your social media marketing, then give us a call at 1-877-WINGNUT or shoot us an email to info at wingnutsocial.com. And I think that's it for this week, Nat. So long. See ya. You've reached the end of this episode of Wingnut Social, but that's only your first step. Be sure to head to wingnutsocial.com to reach out to us directly and schedule your free consultation with one of our Wingnut Social Media Specialists to take your business from social mediocre to social media master. We'll see you on the next episode of Wingnut Social, your social media tightly fastened. Are you sure you're not a robot? I'm sure. That's kind of what it sounds I wish. like, doesn't it? <laughs> you do? Well, <laughs> weirdo. Yeah, to like, you know, function on a daily basis. It's I'm perfect. not moving. <laughs> Don't move. <laughs> I'm not. I'm literally <laughs> sitting on the floor. Like, it's all good. Stay perfectly still. I Don't am. move a muscle. <laughs> no. Before we leave, a little bit of housekeeping. You don't have that do not disturb thing on the door, so I'm going to do some housekeeping. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you hilarious, Darla? Good boy, Mango.